this week it was revealed that well Ti revealed that he uh annually would take his daughter. I actually just heard the audio for the first time, but after her birthday, he'll leave a little sticky note. I'm just giving y'all like a, uh, I'm paraphrasing and trying to sum up what he basically said, which is after her birthday, everyone has fun, blah, blah, blah. And at night, he'll leave a sticky note saying gynecologist in the morning and he'll take his daughter, who's 18 now, to the gynecologist, go in there with her and ha- and basically make her sign this sheet saying that it's okay for him to be in there and for them to disclose, like, no, for them to disclose the information or her medical information to make sure her hymen is intact. So, um, I guess, because I have my opinion, uh, Reggie, what you think about that shit? I know you ain't got kids or nothing, but, I mean, you're a person, kind of. And uh, <laughs> what do you think about some overbearing, well, you know, let me not frame it, let me, let me just get your opinion on that type of shit. On what type of shit? On a, a dad taking his daughter to the gynecologist every year and going out of his way to check and see if her hymen is intact, so to make sure she is a virgin. Still, um, that is <clears throat> a little insane, even for Ti's standards. Um, <laughs> even for twelve guns in the back yeah, of yeah, a- <laughs> like you know, there's some lines that it's like you really got to draw. That's a little wild. Um, I really, I don't. I hope there's not a lot of truth to it. I really hope he's overreacting. Or maybe exactly. like a year or two. Like maybe I did it twice. You know, it was like, never cool. It was never cool. Even if he did it. I once. mean, still, but like you know, I really hope that's just weird, man. <laughs> right? Because me and my lady had that conversation, and um, she was like, "There's no fucking way, my dad." He's not even taking me to the appointment, let alone being in there. It's just the only reason I I think that it's moderately even like a possibility is because of the level of seclusion to those lives. Like some some lives are lived completely differently, you know. And obviously, this is Ti we're talking about. This he got shows, and you know his life is pretty out there. But on the inside, you know, it could be really tight knit and some weird shit like that. I wouldn't put it past him because he is a couple different levels of insane. And he's also very, very... He swung, he swung on Floyd Mayweather, brother. Yeah, like, <laughs> come on, man. He, he really doesn't have much to really say, fuck it, I'm out too. So I don't put it past him. That's yeah, some weird shit, though. I he, would never find myself in that position. He, he also, I believe they asked... I didn't actually hear this in the audio, but he doesn't do that same... Obviously, it's not the same body parts, but he doesn't use that level of, uh, I guess, scrutiny with his sons. So I, I found that to be, which I wasn't expecting him to do. But I found that to be interesting. And also, I just want to say for people listening, y'all got to get off Tiny's neck because that's not even her daughter. That's another woman's daughter, just like their oldest daughter isn't T.I.'s daughter. But uh, so I'm guessing he wasn't doing that with her, the one who's like 20 something now. What happened to that rap group with the daughters? And like little oh, yeah. Yeah, shit. I don't know. I forgot what that shit was called. But yeah. yeah, that was that was tight for a second. Wasn't it his daughter, Lil Wayne's daughter, or something like that? Yeah, yeah it was like his daughter, Lil girls. Wayne's daughter, and like a, another girl or two. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah, Mark. So you, I think you asked me, but I know you asked me some shit earlier. But 
I, I am definitely, I thought it was some sick shit. It's some real possessive, sick, obsessive shit. It's a really some Stone Age type shit or some third world country Perfect. Um, type uh, type of shit. You know what I'm saying? I would expect from like some middle, no offense to anyone, but like some Middle Eastern culture type shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, I would never do that to my daughters. Uh, I would never even take them to employment unless there's just no one to take them. And I definitely wouldn't be going in. I've only been inside uh, uh, and seen a woman being examined by, you know, one time and I was my ex-wife and she was pregnant. You know what I mean? And that was actually kind of enough for me too. Just because it's just like, yo, I don't really need to be in it. <laughs> when, you know, they put your legs up in the thing and all that. Like, so I know I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to, and I would never do that to my daughters. Also, have came to the conclusion, like I told Marcus, someone's gonna have sex with my daughter, dog. Whether it's at 16 or 25, it's really gonna be no difference to me. Besides, hopefully, you know she has, uh, she makes good decisions, safe decisions. You know what I'm saying? And that's really, you know, and you're not, you know, you're respecting yourself. You can look at yourself in the mirror. And, and and be comfortable with that and you're safe, that's pretty much all I could really ask for as a father. You know what I'm saying? But the whole controlling someone's virginity, that's crazy to me. That's sick. Um, and I think we need to reevaluate as men how we look at women. You know what I'm saying? And we look at them as prizes and conquering and all this other stuff. Because that's how, that's the only way you could even think to do that is if you look at women that way. You know what I'm saying? Is if you look at them as something to conquer, so you don't want that to happen to her. You know what I'm saying? You got to just go and teach them all you can teach them, and then they're going to go out in the world, man. So, but that's really sick. I mean, I'm still going to listen to his music and all that, but I just find that to be pretty <laughs> sick. Uh, hey, man, I Urban Legend, honesty, I was Urban Legend, Trap Music, King, and Paper Trail. I'm sorry. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm a T.I. fan. I've been a T.I. fan since I was literally, like, first listening to rap as a kid. So, obviously, the art and the person, I guess you could say, is two different things to me. Um, I'm not going to say I support what he does as a parent. And that's the other thing I was going to say was uh, what he does as a parent, I don't think it was – I'm not going to say I don't think it was wrong because it definitely is, like, out there. There's a lot of people that you know that are out there at their family life. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. what Reggie said, behind oh, closed true. doors, it's different. You're not going to get the same, you know, persona or whatever that you see on camera. My my thing was that this was volunteered information. Yeah. Like, stupid. we didn't need to know any of that. So it, every bit of scrutiny that he's getting for this is 100% deserved. Yeah, because there's a bit of arrogance there. Like he said, it because, like, yeah, I do this because no one's going to get my daughter. No one's going to be able to say, oh, yeah, you see that? That's T.I.'s daughter. I got that. They and are going more to personal That's the to thing. him, not about his daughter. Her, his yeah. daughter. Exactly. And I heard when I was watching this Hot 97 uh, snippet of them talking about it for about, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes. Uh, they said that she was liking all of the tweets, all these tweets of people shitting on them. That's what they say. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, her like well, it was like maybe three or four that I saw, but yeah, Mm -hmm. she was in her Twitter likes were uh, full of that's controlling, that's sick, that's barbaric, blah blah blah, and everything that was basically defending her, she was with it. So, 
Yeah, I, I feel bad for because I actually, when it happened, and it was on Twitter, I was sitting there and I was like, <clears throat> she was actually trending too at, at one point. And I was like telling my lady, I was like, you know how, you know how embarrassing that's got to be? She's probably in college this year, just started college. And, um, and she's a trending topic on Twitter because her, because of some shit her dad did to her too. You know what I mean? Not only that her dad did, but to her, you know what I mean? So that's pretty embarrassing. So he just like probably no matter he did whatever he did to her mentally as a child and then now it's continuing. You know what I'm saying? And it's all because he's arrogant, so arrogant that he think that he didn't realize that that was fucked up. Yeah. So he just went and shared it. And I wasn't surprised because I listened to his podcast, which is pretty good. But there's a two part episode with him and Tiny and just some of the stuff is just his outlook on certain things with men and women. I it, I didn't finish the second part because I was just like, all right, I had enough. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just had enough. You know what I mean? It's just like when it's like you ever been in a conversation with someone and they started doing the Trump supporter stuff or start talking about stuff that you just are completely against and you might be cool with them and you'd be like, all right, let me let me figure out a way to, for me to walk out of here before I not like this person like ever again. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it was kind of like that. It was like I had enough of hearing all that. So, um, man, I hope she's good or she. But I, oh, last note, I also blame her mother too. I blame her fucking mother. Like, where are you in this? I mean, and every woman that knows him that knows he was doing that too, because you gotta speak up and be like, "Yo, that's inappropriate. That's fucking inappropriate shit." Now he might not listen, but at least say it. And like, you know I saying? don't know what I don't I know admit. what was said to him about all this. I don't know who was on board with it. But, you know, when he is going to be the clear breadwinner in mm-hmm. that household, that situation, and he, I mean, he got what he say, king mentality, you know, what he say, go. Hey, hey, yo. His baby mama could put him on, ch- his baby mama, I'm pretty sure has him on child support, so she still has some kind of power. He's, she's still going to get her bread. Maybe she doesn't get, maybe she doesn't get the Lamborghini for her birthday one year. That maybe he would get her. I, I'm this is hypothetical, but dude, you're still gonna get your child support. You're still her mother, so I get that. If like maybe that was tiny, who has her own money too? You know what I'm saying? But as far as the mother, the woman that he's not living with, <clears throat> I think that's crazy that you never said anything because <clears throat> you had to know what's going on at some point. So.
lightning, bruh. Don't wanna fight me, bruh. I'm fast as lightning, bruh. You better use your Nikes, bruh. You know you don't like me, cuz. Your bitch most like me, cuz. She see me on the judge. In front of every club. I be on door and bugs. Give every whore Niggas don't show me mugs. Cause you don't know I got it. What's up, Brandon? What's up? Reggie sucks, by the way. <laughs> right. Yeah, so we, we, we started it's, early. It's, huh? it's great. It's great because we, we just finished the cold open. We were talking about T.I. and his daughter. So since you're on to uh, some basketball. You know if you saying? want, we can also get into Baker Mayfield if you want. Oh, let's let's do that. I think, I think Reggie's already deep enough in, in Baker Mayfield. Yeah, he came <laughs> in with something in his mouth, man. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm listening. Well, Please give well, it to well, me. Well, what's up with your boy, man? Uh, I, I mean, I don't have to say anything. Y'all are going to tell it all. He's throwing fish. Sure. He's, he's uh, changing his mustache. He, he might be seeing ghosts, too, man. It's a lot of thing. Uh, all those fucking commercials. Oh yeah, I do see a lot of. Commercials. I don't know, man. Living in the stadium might have got a little is, weird. As is he RG three? Nah, real shit though. Let's let's just be honest. No, let's let's be flat out honest. It would be so great for y'all to come on here and berate me to say that you know this disaster of what we're looking at is solely Baker Mayfield. Oh, well. <clears throat> yes, I'm not going to stand up here and say that he's playing well or close to it because he's not. But I'm also not going to stand up here and say that in any caliber, if he was, things could be much different because they probably wouldn't be. The defense is giving up like fifth most points in the league. They look terrible. Aside from the lone bright spot of Nick Chubb pretty much being able to manhandle defenses, the offense looks bad. The offensive line is worse than we expected, and the coaching is not as bright as we thought it was. So there's a lot of things that could really go into this. I would love to stand up here and let y'all throw body bags at me and tell me Baker Mayfield's trash, but I'm not ready to say it yet because we all know that he's not. We all know that this, whatever the fuck is going on, is going to blow over because it's clearly a matter say, of... Man, but... Yeah, they could always say that about the Browns. and But let's be real, though. Like, like This is time where you really have to be honest and be look at what's on the roster, what's at stake, and what's going to have to happen. It, like, we see what's happening. They put bad product on the field. But we – these are all pro-caliber players, aside from the fact that they really do have bad spots in the secondary and on the offensive line. Like, they have pro-caliber players. They had pro-caliber and... players and went 0-16. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Then the coaching was supposed to change that. The quarterback situation was supposed to change that. They've never they had said a the same thing like about Johnny Manziel, though. They did not have <laughs> a pass rusher like Miles Garrett. This is different. They did not have two almost uh, – like, come on. They've got all pro everything now. What it looks like is bad, and I know that. But let's be real here. These aren't the same Browns. Can I ask you a question? Yes, they look worse. Talk to me. I'm listening. So what is the difference between Baker Mayfield and Johnny Manziel? A, a coke plug. This is a, a coke plug. Oh, well, besides yeah, that, yeah, probably, <laughs> probably a coke plug, and probably the talent around them. Because I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I'm not ready to say that Johnny Manziel was 
all that bad. I don't think he was. People either, get put in terrible but... situations. Look at what Josh. Look at what Josh Rosen's going through right now. I don't think Josh Rosen's nearly as bad as we're painting him out to be. But the situation. This is like all time low quarterback like scenarios that we're giving people. And as for Baker Mayfield right now, I can't cut that same excuse. But what I can say is everyone around him looks just as bad. So, uh, yeah. Um, do you think Odell is like not that good right now? I haven't been watching a lot uh, of games, I've, so I'm not going to. So here's a, here's a big thing about that too. You know, it's hey, really Reggie, easy. If, if I can stop you for a second, can you tell if a wide receiver just isn't that good? Really? Like how 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 easy or hard is it to tell if it's the wide receiver? Sometimes I have that to the question. I'll let somebody else answer that. My personal opinion with that is like. We can all sit here and say, since we've all watched the Panthers to a good degree, we can all sit here and say, you know what? Devin Funches was not that good. Mm -hmm. We can all sit here and say, Kelvin Benjamin, when it it got to a certain point, was not that good. And I don't think anybody questioned it. And you can see, you know, route running, uh, wasn't getting separation, wasn't giving much effort towards balls, had difficulty holding on to balls. So I don't see too much of that from Odell right now. Like I see, he has dropped a few bad passes. Um, very uncharacteristic for who I used to think had probably the best hands in the league. So I would definitely say that he looks like he has declined, and it might have something to do with uh, he might not be fully mentally checked in because this is obviously not the season that he signed up for. So one thing that I really, really don't want to believe because I like the guy, but. It's it's kind of the writing is on the wall. Freddie Kitchens, whatever happened from last year to this year, whatever happened with the play calling to what they thought they were going to do, or even game in to game out, what they what they plan for and then what they come out and do on the field, it's just not right. Something is not right. Like, it's just bad. And I'd love to sit here and blame it on the people that are on the field, but you look at some of the ideas that are drawn and whoever is calling up some of these plays, it is disgusting. <laughs> the talent that you have that you're not utilizing is just – it's utterly – it's disappointing. It's sad because you can sit up here and I can bitch about the offensive line being bad all day, but I've seen worse with way less talent. I mean, Josh Allen runs for his life every week. And aside from the fact that they have a much better, looks like much better defense than the Browns, the Browns' offense is a hundred times as better. Odell Beckham Jr. I mean, I won't necessarily say he is playing bad, but he's definitely not playing like Odell Beckham Jr., uh, Jarvis Landry isn't the compliment you'd expect. Dave Njoku is here, there, wherever, sometimes. Like I said, the lone bright spot is Nick Chubb. And even then, I mean, got to hold on to the ball. Hey, let's let's get some some of these topics while we got everyone kind of on. Jalen Ramsey versus Golden Tate, who you have? Easy. <laughs> okay. Who you okay, have? say it. <laughs> Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, I got Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> Brandon, who you got? Jalen Ramsey. What about you, Marcus? Man, go and take out putting a trash can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got put in a trash can by Percy Harvin. <laughs> Easy. Oh, shit. Can you imagine know. that if that never happened, we might not have none of the future uh, Russell Wilson beef? Because oh, that's allegedly what led to him getting rid of his old girl and then eventually getting with Sierra and all that stuff. So thank you. Wait a minute. Thank hold, you, Golden. 
Oh man, hold on, hold on. Tell me this story. Women, women. So yeah, no, that's why they fought allegedly. Women, because I heard. Oh shit! Because I just heard Percy Harvin tell this story uh, when he's when he told this one guy that he got high before every game he ever played. It's it's on TV. It's on uh, YouTube. If you look up Percy Harvin, smoke weed every game, it, it'll probably yeah. come up. It'll probably <laughs> come up. And they asked him about that, and he's I forget the whole story, but I didn't know women. So women, so tell me the story. Hold on. The story I heard, which I'm obviously not going to contend with whatever Percy Harvin said himself. Right. But the story that I heard floating, it was just floating around the TL a few years ago when it happened, was that Golden Tate was apparently messing with uh, Russell Wilson's <laughs> girl, and then Percy Harvin was like, dog, like, that's our quarterback, one. And then two, like, <clears throat> what kind of man are you to do that and then just come to work like everything cool? like <laughs> Yeah, and his girl looked trash. But then again, I always see that old picture of her like yelling and shit. So. Right. So you're always gonna look trash. And you see his, uh, I guess his wife now. She don't look that that different. So that's why I say like it. <laughs> it looks Who like Russell it. Wilson? No, no, no. Uh, Golden Tate. Oh no, I was talking about Russell Wilson's wife. Because hey, you know he's married. Women, women. Golden Tate smashed Russell Wilson's wife. Allegedly. Okay, that's, gotcha. That's gotcha. the story. Just make sure I got it right. Okay. That's the story that I heard, and then I heard Percy Harvin confront him because he was like, "Dog, that's fucked up." Basically, yeah. Now I don't yeah. know if, if that's what he said. It could I, that could be totally not true. I don't know. Well, like I, I, said, I definitely something. know he yeah. didn't say that in the thing because I would have remembered that. Yeah. But um, and everyone would have been talking about it. But maybe that was part that he just left out <laughs> or whatever because he just didn't want to blow that up. But and he didn't even try to say like you know he definitely left out the trash can part. I, I found that out <laughs> later on. <laughs> so what did he funny. say happened with it? Like, <clears throat> I really don't remember everything, but I, I think Golden Tate was just talking, and he wasn't trying to talk <laughs> that day. He was on one, and he didn't want to hear what he had to say. And uh, they, he just said, like, they got into it, and, you know, he he, he wasn't like, y'all beat him down or nothing like that. He didn't say that. Because you know when you whoop someone's ass, you don't even got to say I whooped his ass. You just kind of kind of can tell by someone's demeanor that they whooped their ass yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Plus, I heard Percy, Percy Harvin fucking fought the uh, – was it strength and conditioning coach at Florida? Yep. Dog, uh, as Bomani, Bomani Jones always says when he tells that story, dog, that's your team now. If you beat up the coach, <laughs> that's your team now. Like, that's your team. You're the head coach now. Even if it wasn't the head coach you beat up, if you're still on the team after beating up a coach, that's your team. Shout out to Percy Harvin, man. One of the fastest – just. That dude was a beast when he could play, you know. He was always hurt. Yeah, exactly. And he I'm had, glad like, he got a Super Bowl, and he got one of my favorite turn touchdowns in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit was crazy. Though. He was a beast, man, when he could play. Like, you know. Um, but I, you know, obviously, I brought that up, Jalen Ramsey versus Golden Tate, because <laughs> it's kind of the situation I'm in, but different. Because I don't really know Jalen Ramsey's situation, but. Uh, <laughs> um, Jalen Ramsey Jalen Ramsey has a kid with Golden Tate's sister and has another one on the way but then I guess during the pregnancy he dumped her and now has a girlfriend or some chick out in Las Vegas or whatever and when someone tweeted him it was like it says something about it he was like he gonna have to see me uh, he actually doesn't have to see you and um, I think he'll whoop your ass that's just me right. we love Twitter fingers yeah so um, that'll be interesting. 
Like, don't get beat up because it's just because you probably don't even know what's going on. But whatever. Too bad the Giants don't play the Rams until next year. Yeah, I know. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. Um, unless he sees him. Danny Dimes can take him to the Super Bowl. <laughs> All right, right. Okay. Anyways, moving, <laughs> moving on. Uh, while we got Brendan on here and Reggie on here, I want to talk some basketball before uh, Wendell gets on here and doesn't say anything about it. Um, <laughs> so I have a question for y'all about low quote unquote low management. Um, I heard, uh, I think it was Doris Burke going, not going off, but she, she had her little uh, soliloquy about how uh, Kawhi Leonard, you know, doing the whole load management just early in the season and how it's going to be a problem for the NBA, you know. And uh, the NBA just cleared him or the Clippers of, I guess, any wrongdoing. Um, they find Doc Rivers' ass. Yep. Did it? Yeah, they just 50K. did. I just seen Oh, they just did? So then yeah. how did they clear him? I don't get that then because I saw that yesterday where it said the NBA cleared him as far as he's not 100% healthy so he can, you know, sit out the games or whatever. Uh, they find Doc Rivers for saying that there's no timetable on what he'll play. Hmm, interesting. That has probably something to do with, like, logistics or semantics of, uh, I guess, listening to someone as day-to-day or – I, I don't know. That's what I'm guessing. That has to have something to do with that, right? So bas- basically, he got fined for saying that he doesn't know when he's going to play back to backs. Oh, exactly. okay. yeah, gotcha. So, all right, my question to y'all is because we already touched on the AAU issue: is uh, him doing this this early, or the Clippers doing this early? And that was a nationally televised game against last year's MVP, against the last year's Finals MVP. You know, it's good marketing, whatever, whatever. Is this going to be a problem for the NBA for years to come if this continues? Brandon, I'll go to you first. Um, I've always had an issue with load load management. I remember game four, he sat out, and I was kind of shocked. I was like, how are you going to do this this early in the season after he just won a championship playing every single playoff game when it's clearly healthy? Um, he He wasn't clearly healthy in the playoffs, just to be honest. He was hurt. You know that, right? Yeah, but he looked healthy to me. <laughs> Wait a minute, you knew he Dr. wasn't Brandon. All right, <laughs> but okay. But game four, like I get it, but in the West, like they can't afford to have him sit, especially with Paul George not playing. In the in the West, you need to win every single game. They're not guaranteed to make the playoffs. If he sits, if he only plays sixty six games and they lose most of those games that he sits, then. They're going to be a low-tier seed because everyone else in the West is playing every single day. Mm-hmm. You see LeBron James and Anthony Davis sitting out? No. <sighs> Enough. <laughs> Enough. First off, I don't like the direction you're coming at this because if anyone from the Clippers camp cared about Kawhi's load management – they'd probably come out and say it. The only people who are making this a big deal are the fans. And I honestly agree with it's called load management for a reason, and I think it should be a tactic that should be more well used by NBA teams and NFL teams and whatever sports for you want to call it. They play 16 I don't think, games in the I NFL. Don't, okay, well, let's get back to the NBA then. They play 82 whole games. That's not a lot of games. This, is, this isn't the so, first time. This isn't the last time. This isn't baseball. Play. It doesn't matter. What I'm saying is the whole the end goal is a championship. Just like you said, how many games did he play in the playoffs? 
every single one. How many minutes did he play? The most. Come on. It's about the end game. What did he do? He won a championship. I guarantee you. Doc Can I ask you this question, Richard? Do they win a championship no, without all those injuries from Golden State? No. No, they don't. And? So the what we're talking is... about here is they got lucky because Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson got hurt. What I'm saying is why would you not be able – why should you not be able to have – What if load management could have saved Kevin Durant's Achilles? Exactly. Why do you have to report? But that was in the playoffs. Why do you have to report somebody as to whether or not they're going to play? But also, why should someone be forced to play, even if healthy? If it's a tactic for load management to keep somebody healthy throughout the course of not only this season but their career, from a personal standpoint, why the fuck is this a problem? Can I ask you a question? I think it's but, silly. So I, I work every single day besides two days. So can. Regular employers implement load management too. Yeah, they do. There's labor laws. <laughs> you, get, you, get, you get your personal time off. You silly goose. There's labor laws, and we're talking about at, we're talking about trained athletes who we already know that being an, a professional athlete for a lengthy career, not too many people make it out of that without problems down the road. Oh, I get that. So why would you want to look forward to that? Even though you're paid a healthy wage, which Brandon, I know you're not, <laughs> but even though they're paid a healthy wage, people don't want to do that for the rest of their lives. Listen, like, Reggie, don't want to I have dictate to my be 40 wage. years old with a cane. Like that's silly. Like, come on. I think that this load managed thing is way out of proportion. People refund your ticket. I don't know. Sell cheaper tickets. Look. I mean, I I think the only thing that is is arguable is the ticket factor. You know, people pay to see this person, blah blah blah. Sign some but they're they're the also paid know. more. They paid their salary to play eighty two games. And should we should teams like okay well, should owners the salary for the game they don't play? That's but then give them that bonus back when they win another championship. Well, that's that's fair. I think, I think this that they, it's they best get for the team in, in the next CBA. They're going to negotiate this, and it's going to become a problem. It shouldn't be. No, no, that I actually agree with. I don't think if you're voluntarily – and you have to make that choice, obviously, for it to be a voluntary uh, sit. You voluntarily sit, I mean, you're going to but, get paid. But, 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 but are we thinking that the players are going to the coaches and saying, hey, I don't want to play this game in this game? Or is it actually exactly. the coaches and the general managers who are making these decisions? I think there's it's some all of those analytics motherfuckers. Right. No, it's, let's say, keep going, Reggie. The analytics because they're doing a lot. All of the more analytics, the training staff. It's all the ear. It's all the mouths in the ears. There's people going to people saying this is what would be best. And I guarantee you, it's not just a Doc Rivers didn't wake up like, damn, I need to sit Kawhi tonight. I guarantee you, Kawhi didn't come up to practice like, yo, Doc, I'm not. I ain't running tonight. I guarantee you, Paul George didn't sit there and say, "Hey, yo, Kawhi, why don't you why don't you sit this one out with me, bro? Let's talk on the bench." Like, come on, right? So, hmm. yeah, because I, I feel for the fans uh, who might only get to go to one game a year or one game or less. Than I that. actually feel bad for Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> we, I wouldn't feel we, bad for me. I'm great. We all feel bad for Reggie, but. uh yeah, I don't know, man. I hey, man, you gotta look out for number one, which is if you, I guess, if you're a playoff team, you you know you're gonna be a playoff team. You know, you want to have them there for the long haul. <clears throat> At the same time, I feel bad for fans, especially fans who travel. <clears throat> Excuse me, pardon me, 
who don't have an actual like NBA team like in their state or close to them who are traveling. I mean, some people fly and do all kind of shit, you know. And you mean like Reggie? He doesn't have an NBA team in this city. That is true. I I don't uh, have an yeah, NBA team. <laughs> I got an NFL team here, and they're trash. That's good. That means I'm not forced to support some trash ass Bobcats or whatever they call Bobcats. them now. They ain't been a Bobcat for a while. Sitting above 500, no one saw this coming. Speaking of hey, now speaking of Bobcats, when I seen that whole Kimball uh, sizzle reel that uh, Bleach Report did, I almost threw up seeing them in a Bobcats jersey because I forgot about it, and I want to continue to forget about that whole era. He, uh, he should be blocked out. Yeah. He was on that Color seven, seven win, fifty nine loss team. Was are the Celtics good? No, I know the. I only watched their first game. I only watched their first game. <laughs> game. Who said no? Gordon Hayward looks I think a lot better without Kyrie. Oh, shit. Do you know? Do you know who's better There's... than Boston? Brooklyn. Yes, I knew. <laughs> I haven't watched Brooklyn play, but actually, I haven't watched Brandon. Yet. Tell us, tell the world something that we all want to know about yeah. Brooklyn. Give us some Brooklyn grit. Yeah, oh yeah, I gotta start listening to this podcast, man. I seen what? I seen them on uh, what's that shit? The Twitter live shit. I forgot what it's called now. Periscope or some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and he was just sitting there talking. And he had like the little R and B eighties mic, you know, wrapped around his head and stuff. And I was R and B. This is a <laughs> This is a Turtle Beach mic, son. What is that? It's a gaming mic. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't see. I haven't had a console in a while, so I'm out of touch, man. This guy's like 50. <laughs> <laughs> I'm poor, man. I'm poor, man. Hey, buy me one for Christmas. You know? All right, bet. So what do you want to know about the Nets? Uh, I want to know why you think that the Nets are in a progressive state right now. One, they're, they're, we had nine new faces come on the team. It takes a little bit to get chemistry going. Damn. Our defense is not set yet, but they're coming together. We got Kyrie averaging 37 points a game, uh, efficient 37, shooting, what, 48% and 38% from three, dishing out seven assists. I'm going to need somebody to stat check this. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. What do you say was doing that? Kyrie. Okay, I'm looking up while he talks. Go ahead. No, he's right. Oh, uh, we got, yep. He's averaging 37-7 on 48% shooting and 38% uh, from three. He's just that's pretty good because I think I think he's averaging 32. <laughs> but you're you know, you're no right. You're right. He is averaging eight assists, which is crazy because his career average is six, and he just has the most talent around. Actually, I'll let you continue. Let me let's hear it. Do you do you know do you know why he's averaging eight assists? I would like to hear why. Because he's in Kenny Atkinson's Uh-oh. system. It promotes <laughs> ball movement. Yo, I love I'll take that. Brendan, if anything, I love you because your dedication to that fucking team. Because I haven't been dedicated to the team in that manner in a while, man. So, salute to you, man. We also got the best shooter in the uh, NBA. What's his name? Joe Harris or some shit like that? Yeah. yeah Joe Which Harris. I didn't even know he existed until All last right, so... year when Brandon started talking. What? I didn't know he existed until Brandon started talking about last year. And I started looking at him. I was like, oh, he ain't full of shit. Okay. Okay. There's a couple things I want to point out for Brandon. Please do. Kyrie Irving is he's going to burn. He's going to burn. Yeah, right. He's home. He's, he's going to burn. Jersey. But I'll, I'll let you find that out for yourself. Uh, he's you not going to burn us. You do, have, you do have a fantastic system and set and great players around you 
and one of the best that is awaiting his arrival. What? But lastly, let's be honest. The Nets aren't going to do anything this year. Not yeah, this sure. year. No. All right. As long as we're going to win the championship. As long as we Here, can agree on that, then I here's don't care what, what the Nets' expectation do. is. This I don't season. care about that. It's supposed to get to the second round and get eliminated. But when Kevin whoa, Durant whoa. comes back, we're going to win a championship. Whoa, whoa, that sounds realistic. We just passed each other twice. <laughs> I thought we agreed that the Nets weren't going to do anything, and now you're talking about second round exit. That's not doing anything. Yeah. Oh, you goodness. win. You win a first round matchup. We're not even. We're anything. not. We're not getting to the playoff part here. That's where we're. That's the disconnect. Are you, you're at. saying the Nets are going to miss the playoffs. I, I damn sure think the very the closest thing would be first round exit, and I, oh. I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I barely believe that. Probably going to miss the playoffs. So, let, let me get this straight. So, the Nets upgraded their roster in every single way from last season. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking they're going to win less than 42 games this year. I don't believe they upgraded in every single way. I do what believe way? the East has not only hardened itself, but I really don't think the Nets are going to get that chemistry you're hoping for as soon as you think they are. And they're I already think developing a tougher it. road that you think. You saw it Kyrie against New Orleans. averaging 30 points a game over the first, what, two weeks of the NBA season is nothing to be uh, a great of. I'm sure that this is going to diminish. Like I said, he'll burn you. I'll wait on it. Good luck next year. That'll be awesome. I'm happy to see KD on the team. That'll all be different. It'll all be different in that time. But I really don't think the Nets are going to contend in why, any way, shape, or form this why year. Why do you have this bad bad aura around Kyrie? What for? He's going to have to prove to me that he's uh, not a a self oriented player. He's going to have to have prove you listened to, me, to him talk. I don't got care to about him talking. <laughs> hey, what? This every single game the world was flat and then came back out two years later like my bad hey, br- my bad like come hey, on Brendan. i don't care about every, talking every single game he has said he appreciate he loves being in brooklyn didn't he this come on to a court in the middle of boston kids listen One of so the kids. Most he, so kids. he grew so up kids. let's listen to him so he grew up on nets fan let's listen to him so let's listen to him what did he do so he went to the kids he went to the kids dog come hey. on man we don't care hey brendan quick, quick question he's a clown hey, brendan quick question yeah. were you a kobe fan like okay no cool, cool. all right that, clown. that that negates clown. my that, no, no that negates my next question i was gonna ask if he said yeah um what do you think happens when KD comes back and Kyrie's, you know, dropping 30 on, like, 27 shots? And KD says, hey, bro, what do you think happens with it? That won't happen. Why not? One, because Kenny Atkinson's system isn't predicated on one person taking that many shots. It's all about Bob moving. He wants four to five passes before a shot goes up. Mm. And that is what is going to happen with KD. KD can play any style of basketball he wants. He's that good. So he's going to fit right into that system. And it's going to flow just like the Golden State. Until what, like the fourth quarter when one of them has to take over? Who who would you prefer? Exactly. Who would you prefer? You know, obviously thinking that they're both would be healthy. Well, Kyrie's obviously going to be Robin. You want Batman taking that over? Do you think he has Thank any? You. Do you think he has any uh, desire to be Batman? No. Uh, do you think, uh, like, while well, I got you here, do you think it is bullshit the way 
the media has been covering Kyrie maybe the last three years or so as far as not the on-court stuff, but more so the off-the-court stuff, i.e. the he has quote-unquote mood swings? Uh, I think that's a little unfair because you look at guys like Joel Embiid who has mood swings, Carl Anthony Towns, the guys who are human. You know, human, <laughs> exactly. They complain all the time. Look at what LeBron James does whenever he gets poked. <laughs> I mean, Pause. come on. <laughs> I feel you, though. I, I feel you. I actually really love Kyrie's uh, response because I was watching uh, – I, I was uh, re-watching a little bit of uh, Kevin Durant on first take. And um, I think it was first take. And they they uh, yeah. and they showed um, – I think they showed the clip before they asked him a question. And I thought his response to that whole moose swing stuff, he was brilliant. Like, couldn't have said it any better. Because I don't know. I do think Kyrie's a little of a nut job, but I also am too. So I don't really put much on that. Uh, but uh, I do think he's not getting a fair shake as far as, like, the off-the-court stuff. I, I don't really care about off-the-court shit unless it's legit stuff that is affecting the team. You know what I mean? Like, he's a weirdo, and that's fine. You know what I mean? But, I mean, Reggie's a weirdo too, so we just have to accept yeah, it. You know, I do accept it, and I buy in. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, One thing I can't agree is that if they make it to see Kevin Durant and Kyrie on the same court without it already imploding, then I do think that it could fall into place. I like the two together. I think that the whole brother thing they got together isn't BS. And even if it is, I think it will work out better than the whole brother shit they got going on down in Houston. But aside from that, oh yeah, yeah. You can already see that's a mess. Oh, it's going to be terrible. It, it didn't make sense, but um, I guess to get rid of Chris Paul, eh, I don't know. You want to know what really bothers me? Is even in, even Black if people. there was anyone, if there was anyone to, yeah, <laughs> if there was anyone to make this scenario worse, I think it's Mike D'Antoni. Oh. This is not the coach that I. This is not the coach that I. Want he doesn't even fucking coach. A, a front of, a, this is not like come on. He James Harden, like Russell two, three Westbrook. Years. Mike D'Antoni, that doesn't add up to me. Like that's um, I think it's just it's bad. It sounds like a lot of roll the ball out, pick a ball type shit. Um, exactly. It was something I was gonna ask Brent. Oh, yeah, switching gears real quick. Unless I had some like basketball stuff to bring up while I'm thinking about it, and I Hawks Nation. Uh, not without John Collins. Yo, he uh, what he took a supplement that had some shit in it, which happens a lot. <laughs> And I don't always necessarily think these guys are, like, trying to cheat. I'm not saying he isn't either, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, but this is affecting his appetite. That's the type of drug he took. To affect his appetite? Oh, Um, I want to ask you this uh, because I think you kind of pay attention to to this team. Uh, The Panthers, right? Yeah, they're my team. The trade talk about Cam going possibly to the Bears (laughs) or getting cut Uh, and going to the Bears. It's it's time. Whoa. It's time. Marcus, are you on here still, man? You hearing this? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. I wish Cam was on here for this. Um, You think it's time to move on from him and go with Kyle Allen as your franchise quarterback? Nope, nope, nope. It's just just time. I'm not paying uh, some broke-down quarterback $30-plus million to quarterback my team. Say it. Wow! Scream it. it! It's time. It's, it's time. It. This is all about business. I appreciate what Cam has done for this franchise, but you got to look at it from a business perspective. If you want to win championships, 
You can't you can't do that. He's going to strap us. We're going to be stuck paying guaranteed salary for a guy that can't throw they over are 10 yards. They already playing his guaranteed money after this year. Exactly, it's, but if we have to resign him. If, no, he could play out his contract. <laughs> I would not pay him even you $18 million dollars next year. $19 million, dollars, Exactly. You Imagine what you can do. Imagine what you can build with $62 million next offseason. So let me ask you something, Brandon. Why are you so sure he's done? Well, I'm not saying he's done. I'm just saying you cannot take that risk. Hey, I'll take as opposed that. To, I'm sure he's done. As opposed to what? Kyle Allen, who fumbles the ball all the time and is a mediocre quarterback? <laughs> hey, he's been better than the, <clears throat> he's been better than he's Cam. He's been better than uh, injured Cam Newton? Because he's been injured since uh, last year. What, what, what is Cam's record in his last like, eight You mean games? when he was injured? Oh and eight. Oh, you mean the Panthers record, not Cam's record. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, oh. oh. starting quarterback. Starting quarterback. Record. Come on, yeah. man. Okay, so y'all actually are judging a quarterback who was. You want to know how? Uh, you want to know? If, <clears throat> you want to know the quarterback room that Cam Newton has been in since Super Bowl Fifty? A quarterback room with Blake Bortles. <laughs> they match the same quarterback oh, rating so- since Super Bowl Fifty. You want to know what Cam's done over the past year and a half? Nothing. Exactly. You want to know what Cam has always been known for? His legs. You want to know what he stopped using? Those His legs. Arm. You, <laughs> the arm's never been good. It started yeah. showing signs of being okay, and you know, shit, the shoulder you, went you, out. Come you know, on. he won the MVP, right? And it, it wasn't. And oh, it wasn't. Yeah. And it wasn't for running. Guess what? It wasn't guess for running. Been, guess what's been on the decline since that? Him. Yeah. Everything good about him. Hey, you know how yep. many you know how many games Cam missed before last year? You no, no. Listen, he, do you not know? A, a cumulative of like six or three, seven three, over his entire three before last no, year. It's, three before last it's year. It's definitely like five. Okay. And that's yeah, but not, that's a, nothing. With, with how physical that's he, nothing. he was in his prime, it's bound to happen when he gets close to thirty. We all knew this was coming. Also, I tell didn't. me how many surgeries that he's had in the past three years. Yeah, shoulder surgeries too. Right. Come on. And you're telling me Kyle Allen is the best option. No, no. but No, no. Because they don't have anybody else. I'm telling you I'm saving my $19 million. And guess guess what Kyle Allen is doing right now? This team was 0-2. What are they doing right now? Yeah, he was hurt. What are they – I told you guys before the season that I thought it looked bad. Real bad. Real bad. Guess who's proving me wrong right now? Kyle Allen. (laughs) No, but seriously, though, let's be honest. After the first two games of the season, what did y'all think? What, what did you mean? I thought he was hurt. Just like I thought he was hurt the last uh, eight games. I thought Cam Newton was garbage. It, it looked bad. The, the dude could even have an bad. open receiver. The, the team is moving around you're injured. saying that they... You're injured. I, I mean, you y'all are caping. <laughs> you have to use everything you got, to throw. You guys are drinking the Cam Newton. Dude, Kool-Aid. I'm not even like a serious Cam fan. Like, I, I, he's my quarterback. I think he's uh, dynamic done. and all that. But I think you have to give the guy – a chance to come be completely healthy. No, come back this last over. year. Finish. This this is a business. You can't do that. Dude, there's no okay, there's, there's no two giving a chance. I haven't said anything on this. Yeah, yeah first of all, because he keeps saying it's a business and it's, it's pissing me off. All, <laughs> I 100% agree with Brandon first when he came out um, about you might not want to take that risk because you can't bet on if you can't bet on your quarterback being healthy. I can't sign 30 million for him. What I can do is give him the first half of next year. To prove he can be that, and if he can, then you might have something to work with. But as of right now, that's what I said after week two. I said, I'm giving Cam 
if he comes back two or three games to show me that he can be healthy and be good. But if he can't be healthy, that is a different story. And right now he's not showing that he can be healthy. So what are you going to do like next season? You give him half guaranteed. He absolutely sucks. What are you, what are you, just gonna what are you talking him? about? Nothing's guaranteed next year, dog. This is the last of his guarantee. You know, running. He's saying that you have to like. <clears throat> you can cut him when at a at a certain time it becomes guaranteed. You can though. cut him. Okay. Well, then I guess you give him preseason and actually play him for the first quarter of every preseason game, and then after that you cut his ass and you go with <laughs> Kyle Allen and you go and look for a quarterback because they're not going to be a high. I would player. I would much rather have the whole off season to do There's that. Absolutely nothing that I can see this front office doing with an extra $20 million. Yeah. And, and what can. do they ever do with that money? They never like, do anything. That, that, that was also they, my point. Oh, you know what? We have so much money, so much cap space. We just came through. Okay, we had an open roster spot for the last, like, three weeks. Dudes <sighs> like Josh Gordon have been out here, and then we end up mm-hmm. signing Dante Moncrief. Marty's got a plan. <laughs> Hey, that's an underrated it's signing, not. though. Marty's got it a is. plan. He yeah, was on the market that's, that's for a reason. That's the that we're dealing with right now. Listen. Listen. You get dropped by the Steelers. Dante Moncrief is a talented player. He was in a bad situation. He's not a talented player. He got overpaid when he left Indianapolis. Overpaid. Well, not overpaid, but obviously extremely uh, underperformed in Pittsburgh this year. He had, what, two catches? He's supposed to be wide receiver, too. Supposed to help ease the load off Juju for losing Antonio Brown. Pause. Pause. No, I mean all of that. (laughs) Ease the load off of Juju. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, but who's who's second in the AFC North right now? Who's that on a three-game winning streak? Who cares? Because I haven't even paid attention to them because they suck. The Bengals. Because we suck. Y'all right. trash. Y'all ain't being us this year. Kyle Allen or Cam Newton. Too bad we don't play y'all because we – hey, I think we started yes, this listen, whole train, man. huh? You so did. let's not talk again. Hey, actually, right? yeah. Let's calm that was down, that TJ, TJ Yeah, Watt, that – TJ, TJ Watt destroyed Cam Newton. Yeah, so yeah. – uh anyway, There's no shame in that. I'll he pretty much ended his career. I mean, right you're, now, you're but... saying that like the shame in getting hit as a quarterback as if you could protect yourself. <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> my my guy killed this guy, and now it's over. Hey, it's hey no affair enough, man, because if my guy took Ben Roethlisberger out, I'd be reminding you every day. That's fine. You're hey, right. Guess you're what? right. Guess who's still not – guess who ain't playing too? Ben Roethlisberger? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> guess who's not crying about it? Rapelessburger? Say what you want. Rapelessburger. That air is almost over. I almost don't have to hear that shit. Oh, ever. no, you'll hear it. I can't wait. You'll hear it. Nah, I'll still be nah. rapey, rapey, rapey. Hey, stairway <laughs> to seven, baby. <laughs> we out here. This dude, man, with his fucking double chin. But anyway, looking like the Hamburglar. But, uh... <laughs> but hey, when they the Panthers those... got people to pay and it's not camping. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. I, I'm genuinely, genuinely interested. You got $20 million this offseason. Who are you paying? If not a quarterback, do tell. Uh, there's a lot of things you can do. If you, you can, you you can still, win a you you can win a Super Bowl with a game manager. That has been. You, you have to have, you have, you have build talent around them. In a you defense. build up the defense. <clears throat> you build up the defense. With who? Build up the We're line. Who? who? Instead of hypotheticals, because y'all keep saying there's all this money to free up. With all these hypotheticals. I haven't even looked at the free agent okay. class yet. Fair enough. I'm talking about the people on y'all roster y'all need to prepare to pay. Like who? Like Christian McCaffrey. Yo, he's getting Shaq, paid. Oh, yeah. oh, he's getting fucking Dante paid. Jackson. And we also need to bring back Shit, y'all Goat got Barry, a, too. Y'all got, uh, what, got some... McCoy on an expiring contract? <clears throat> we still got years. Y'all like James Bradbury? McCaffrey. Yeah, I do. 
y'all y'all got like, but you're gonna have to give him an extension next year. At the very after least, next I, year, you have to. I expect you have to give him an extension. He's gonna get most after next year. Yeah. yeah, you have to. Yeah, you can franchise There's a lot. There's a lot more you can do with this money, and and again, you got to date back to what Brandon said. <clears throat> Are you really willing to take that risk? You could save 19 million. What risk? That's what you know. That's what you know. What risk? You can cut him in know. preseason, dog. You can save 19 million. <laughs> or you can though, cut him in preseason. And you yeah, know that. You don't yeah, know why, what you're gonna get. Why would you, you cut him in him. preseason and then you wouldn't have any shot at any free agents? What free agents you are you? Save... Yo, when has there been a good free agent quarterback? You don't need to find a free agent quarterback. That's what he's talking, talking about, about solving, right? We're not talking. But I'm not no. talking about solving the problem. I'm not talking about taking the 19 million dollars and using it to fix the QB problem. I'm talking no. about the fact that this is a team with a 53 man roster, and you need to start worried about it. And, and not we still, about and y'all still have. He so. isn't the best option going yep. forward. We I all agree. know that. Okay. And you just need to put the time and money. The, the frustration, the anger, the thought elsewhere. Have move on from Cam Newton. No. Not you, okay. the team. I don't think they have any frustration the team, either. It's time to move on. <laughs> no one it's has time, any it's... frustration, dog. Oh, come on. Who's frustrated? You guys all have frustration. It's time to move you on. You are frustrated. No, Reggie said the team was frustrated. Who on the team is frustrated? Or are you just making shit up? Because <laughs> we're winning. I'm ready. Our, our team I'm is ready winning. For, <laughs> I'm ready for this eight-week audition for Kyle Allen to show y'all exactly he why just, he, he just had however many dollars. weeks and he fumbled and now he has eight fumbled. more weeks because your boy fumbled. yeah but guess what Yo, he went undrafted it, he got it all twice there's for a lot a reason. of he's look, a backup quarterback we can say all that a, we can say all that you know what we can he's say a backup quarterback. all that things change and I'm not saying Kyle <laughs> Allen is the answer I'm not saying Kyle Allen is great or bad or whatever. What I'm saying is Kyle Allen is managing this team a lot better than Cam Newton was to start the season. Hurt or not, guess That's what? True. We don't know when he's going to be healthy. God. So why are we taking these chances? You're using hypotheticals. When Cam Newton's healthy, he's better than Kyle Allen. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. He's not healthy, and we haven't seen him healthy in a long time. So why no, we, not save we actually, $19 million? Dude, dude. Can I we talk? Can I talk been. now? It's been a can long I time. Actually, can no. I talk now? We, <clears throat> I'm listening. Before the TJ Wyatt, <laughs> weren't we like undefeated or 6-0? and Six and two. Six and two. Six and two. Okay. So what are you talking lost about? Lost eight. So, so what are you talking lost about? Eight okay. He was hurt after here, that. So what are you talking about? You said in a long time. That was last here, year, dog. That was last year. This is year. what that we do. literally a year ago. And you're talking about in a long time. That's a long time in $19 million <laughs> football player world. Yo, you act like this is your money they spend it. God damn. Oh, shit. I wish <laughs> this, it was. This is, this is what the Panthers right do, okay? Uh, we go out, re-sign James Bradbury. We go out and sign Jevion Clowney. Bring him home. Jevion Clowney. Oh, God. <laughs> yep. yep. We oh, sign because Chris Because Harris. we get the big free agents so much, right? Yeah. Yep, okay, yep. keep going. And then and – the, we sign. Oh no, we can go up. Women, so we're getting all these guys with nineteen million dollars. Okay. Yeah, I'm solely just trying to tell you. Two. We have sixty-two million dollars in total. Okay, got you. I got don't you. even think Cam Newton will play good again. Okay, I said that before the season started. <laughs> Cam Newton's not good anymore. He's washed. <laughs> it's over. It's done. There's, there's a lot of good free agents you can build with that sixty-two million dollars. Do you think they will? Is the question. Mark. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yes. Marcus, cool, yeah, cool, cool. I'm here. Cam Newton's done. <laughs> All right. Somebody, I'm gonna tell make sure. I'm, I'm gonna make sure. Somebody, tell me why I'm wrong. I just did. I said last Cam Newton because because <laughs> you I told that? you because I told you that last year when he was healthy before he got hurt they were six and two and he's playing good. Shit, and I've I've been telling you since I met you that he. <laughs> yeah, I know you have. 
Yeah, it's my opinion ain't gonna change, especially not when he's had two soldiers or two shoulder soldiers, and we got a man named Kyle Allen who you swear so bad, but the team looks a lot better with him. Oh no, I you, mean, hey, not, now Reggie, now Reggie, let me sometimes. Reggie, let me let me be clear though, right? <clears throat> sometimes in my defense of giving Cam a, a fair shot is is a little hyperbole. He's not all for or anything like that. He's average, all right. He's average and he fumbles a lot. That is a problem, all right. And that's that's all I'll say about that. He's average. I'll give him a fair uh, criticism. He's, he's a very good good game manager, and he has a better arm. A very good so game manager. Answer this. Answer yeah. me this right now. What's up? Fast forward four weeks. Mm-hmm. Cam Newton never got placed on the IR. The Panthers have a shot at a playoff spot. You're you haven't seen Cam Newton play since week two. And you're going up against an divisional game that means a lot, and mm-hmm. you're playing the Saints. And Cam, it's it's like all everyone's talking about Cam Newton's back. You know, it's time to play him. And you have that question: Who do you start, Kyle Allen or Cam Newton? Are you really telling me that you are willing to take the chance? No, I didn't. I never said anything. Play. I never said I'm asking, anything. Like, I know. I'm asking, okay, I'm now, now let me answer it then. No, I would not because he hadn't played all year. That would be kind all of right. stupid. That would be stupid. All right, so. So why wouldn't you place him on the IR right now? I, I never said – I never said not to place him. I'm saying right, I right. want him to take this whole time and get I know, healthy. I know. I'm listening. And get but healthy. And, and you want him to take this time and get healthy, right? And then see but where he's at you, and then see where he is at next year. Why bet on that? How are you betting on anything? Y'all act like Christian McCaffrey is going to be old next week. He's still going to no, be good. No, but what I'm saying and, is And the defense the time, is still going to be good. Whenever you get to the point in time – if you keep Cam Newton and you get to this point in time next year mm-hmm. or six months from mm-hmm. now, you start coming into more issues than you need. Because guess what? Either Even if you can play another good season with Cam Newton, you're prolonging the inevitable. You And you are going to be paying this guy. Remember that. And there's a lot of people you can hey, pay more. You're going to have to resign. Let me ask you something. My team just – I just gave Ben Roethlisberger like $20 million guaranteed. Like that's some shit that that like Ben Roethlisberger just got that. Like, think about what Cam Newton would get. Come on, that's not some. I'm you not think, taking that you don't gamble, think, especially with something. the team that's rolling right now without him. Move on. Okay, so let's get off the Panthers for a second. Let's say, <laughs> let's say they go, let's say they go ahead and they do cut him after this season. You good? You good? All right. So let's say they do cut him. Right? Somebody's smoking. Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> premium but uh let's say they cut him you don't think someone's gonna pay cam new in top dollars that's fine yeah I, I'm that's just fine asking the question that's fine yeah that, that's all great okay. and dandy. I, I somebody can do that but i'm look i'm saying if i was the big brother of the panthers i'm looking out for my little bro and telling you don't do that shit i feel you like, hey, that was, i wouldn't do it that, that was that, that was saying. an independent question of what you just said i was just asking yeah, if you thought that yeah. someone's gonna pay him Someone probably will pay him. That's fine. It but I personally don't think that Cam Newton will play at an above average level again in the NFL. Okay. I agree. Okay. That's fine. We'll move on from that. I would just Thank like you. to say I can take Brandon's <laughs> points on that far better than I can take Brandon's because Brandon just saying. It's a business. No, not even that. I'm talking about for why he thinks. He couldn't, he couldn't even he tell us. Says, because Cam – Miss receivers, he's awful. He is bad. No, but you say he, he missed receivers, and the only evidence you're giving is when he was the hurt. two games when he was hurt. 
Uh, I have half the season last season. When so he, was, he hurt. was hurt. That's my point. <laughs> yeah, but that even 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 the first. Injured. I'm just wanting you know. Listen, if you're gonna get your... even the first no, eight, no, eight no, games no, of the no, season. No, no, I'm talking. This is my he was just throwing yes. intermediate routes. He I'm wasn't throwing it. So that's play calling. Give someone a reason for why you think somebody is not playing well. You have to present it correctly. If you want to say Cam Newton is not an accurate thrower, that's not even incorrect. You can say that. If you say Cam Newton can't hit any receiver ever, he misses things so awfully, and the only thing you're going to say is his last eight games were awful, and you're going to say he had a half an arm and one foot during those eight actually games. last 10 games. Huh? Last 10 games, he's 0 for 10. No, yeah, he, was, because... he was 0 for 10 in the last 10 games, but he wasn't awful the other games that we lost. He was actually pretty good against the Seahawks. He's pretty good against the Lions. He's pretty good against uh, the Browns, too, but he kind of fought. No, he wasn't. He threw the game-ending pick. Okay, but we're, th- that's, we're talking about one throw. That doesn't mean he didn't play a great game. He played a terrible game. And that's my point right there. <laughs> I think he had, like, four <laughs> interceptions that game. No, that was the Bucks uh, game. See, you're sitting here. You're just talking. You don't You, you don't know. <laughs> hey, 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 let's move on. Let's move on to the college football rankings, man. Ooh, hold on. Let me pull them up. Let me look this up for you. Yeah, because I believe is number one is okay. Yeah, number LSU. one is the Ohio State. Oh my bad. I'm looking up the wrong ones. My bad. Number two is LSU. Three, you got Bama. Four, you got Penn Four, State. You got the Nittany Lions. What the hell is a Nittany? And, what the fuck is a Nittany? I don't know. But that shit's hard as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that shit's hard. I want one. <laughs> you find out it was you. a herpes or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So, what are we mad at? What are we mad at? Come on, let's go. What are we mad at? I'm not mad at anything. No, you like I'm that? Happy. I, He's I mad don't at everything. Like it. But I think that this is the most interesting first uh, college football playoff week, like about whatever you want to call it, that we've had since like the original one where they had like Mississippi State number one and like, TCU <laughs> five. Some oh, crazy yeah, shit. I remember that shit. But like TCU. this is this is honest. There's a lot of room for change. And I think that it's it's disguisingly what the the committee has been trying to do for a long time, and that's give people a shot without making it seem like they're not doing the inevitable. And putting Clemson and Alabama. Exactly. Exactly. Because we all know that, you know, look at Clemson's ending schedule. What, they play a Wake Forest team that's somehow ranked nationally. They play South Carolina, and then they have, like, two other games that are bye weeks, right? But they're five right now. You have Penn State, on the other hand, at four that still has to play Ohio State and an unbeaten Minnesota team. But they gave them the shot at four. If they let oh, people shit. decide their own fate, and I really enjoy that Don't because Iowa it's showing a lot more. That play Iowa. <clears throat> is college football yeah. a thing? It, college football is totally a thing, Brandon. About, we need to get on about it. eight teams are a thing every year. <clears throat> look, I think this year <clears throat> there's – look, like think about the team. Look, you've got a, a number 17 and a number 13 – or a number 17 team – that is undefeated, right? And you got a number 13 team that is also undefeated, mm-hmm. right? I didn't even and know And then at 10 days. and 11, you have Auburn and Florida. They still, I mean, they don't necessarily control their own fate, but the teams that are ahead, like Georgia's the only team ahead of Florida, right? No. Nah. But Georgia still has to play Auburn. Auburn still plays Bama. LSU and Bama play each other. Uh, Ohio State plays that. Penn State and Michigan. Like, the only person who I'm really set that's probably like gonna be here is Clemson. 
other than that, I mean, it's really crazy. Yeah, Oregon just Oregon just whopped USC fifty six to twenty four, <laughs> and their last three games are like cupcake matches versus Oregon State, Arizona, and Arizona State. Yo, that was only like ninety percent cupcakes. Is yeah, a week one matchup against Auburn. Like <laughs> the, a Pac twelve team could make it in. That would like, be crazy. Think about exactly. But I think a like, lot of shit has to happen for that to happen. Not, not really. I think so because I two teams I just, can slip up because I feel like because we if you really do you think that Penn State could finish the season undefeated? They play Ohio State and who else? Ohio State, Minnesota, and Iowa, and like nah. I think that's it. I don't think they will. Right. So, so who's gonna take the four spot then? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be and the the real other question is: Do you think two, that a loser yeah. from the LSU Bama game could make it? Yeah, in? I think it could if no. it's Alabama. If it's Alabama. Of course, it's always Alabama if they lost that game that they can make it in, and I do agree with that. I also think that this year, though, if you look at it, I mean, LSU has wins against Florida and Auburn. If LSU loses that game, you can't sit up here and tell me that Alabama is eligible if they lose when they've only beaten South Carolina and Texas A&M. As as Auburn and Florida continue to lose, those two wins are going to matter as the season goes on. And I hey. do foresee both of them losing at least one, possibly two more games before. So then what if Georgia keeps winning? Another one-loss SEC team. It's, it's gonna, you have to make that decision now. Is it going to be a, a SEC East and SEC West? No, it's going to depend, depend on who wins that SEC championship because obviously one of those two, Alabama or LSU, we're going to end up facing. Georgia. Okay, so what? let me ask you all something. So, what happens if LSU wins this this game, right? And then they end up playing Georgia and the SEC, and Georgia beats them. Even though I don't think that happened, then what? That should be crazy. Then all four teams are going to be in the SEC. <laughs> like, no, what's going to happen crazy. is this because this happened a couple years ago with uh, was it Alabama and Auburn and Georgia? They're going to do the same thing. Alabama was given the benefit of the doubt for being the good team that they are. Didn't even have to play in the SEC championship game. Auburn probably would have got the nod if they just held on and won, but Georgia took them out and they ended up putting Alabama in, and that's what's going to end up happening. That would be crazy. I think that if LSU wins against Alabama and loses in the SEC championship, that you have a big question to ask yourself, especially if a team that is even surrounding the top five, like Ohio State, Clemson, or Penn State, Slips up, can there be three SEC teams? No, and it's gonna because look LS- it's gonna look worse because they're playing. Two is already ruled out for this game, so they're gonna consider that too. They're gonna do the oh well, we rank Alabama lower because they did because these rankings are weak to weak. Two is ruled out. Yeah, really? I don't think two is ruled out yeah, must because today. Alabama has a seventy two percent chance to win. I don't think <clears throat> that two is ruled that, out. That, that must have happened today. I saw that I... two was was ruled out for playing. Hold on, let me. I'm gonna look this up while y'all talk. Uh, anyway, I, regardless, you have to look at the eye test, right? If Georgia wins out, they will have wins against Notre Dame, Florida, and Auburn with a South Carolina loss. If Bama only loses to LSU and doesn't get a bid in the SEC championship, they will be an 11-1 team with wins over. I mean, you really it does, their wins don't matter anymore. They're probably just going to get in as long as they don't lose two games. And then you have LSU, who has battled the complete eye test. So if they become an SEC championship winner or loser, 
but they beat Alabama, you can't say it because that's three wins that are better than any other team in the country, if you ask me. Three. As of like two, as of two hours ago, Nick Saban, or as had it been reported, that is a game time decision if he plays. Okay, maybe that's what I saw. I thought I was- can I ask a question. Yeah. Why is college football games like nearly four hours? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a very good question that I wish I had an answer for. Uh, pr- you think they're probably more fast replay, pace, right? Probably more replay, I guess. Yeah, definitely a Time lot ticks slower because oh. clock stop every. Uh, I think there's a lot more also. game. Uh, oh, yeah. Game. Uh, what's that called? Uh, commercial timeout. Yeah. Also. Hey, yo, man, dude, you don't. I don't. I never thought I'd be so miserable when it comes to college football. It might me not actually really have a team that I give a fuck about, but having a girl who's an Alabama fan is just like just want to blow my brains out pretty much. Because when aren't you a Clemson fan? No, what it is is when they're playing Alabama, I always root against them because it's like it's Alabama. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't like empires. I want them to burn. Golden State wanted them to burn. You know what I'm saying? I, I even when I love Michael Jordan. I used to always root against them because I was tired of seeing them win. So I'm I'm that guy. You know what I mean? So so you root against Reggie all the time? He's not an empire. Yes. You, you got to win. You got to win first. <laughs> I went on. I, 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 I do have a genuine question though, dating back to this uh, college football thing before we get off of it. Do you guys think an undefeated team that? is not in the SEC could make it if the SEC plays out the way we think it will with no. two teams entering no. and then an Ohio no. State or a Penn State being undefeated. You don't think an undefeated team can make it in the playoffs? No, I don't, I don't think they will. That's crazy. So if Baylor won out, no. which if no. they if they did, they would have to – it's an undefeated team and they're going to have to get a win against UCF. Oklahoma. UCF. Okay, I take, I'll, I'll take that and run with it. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's not about do I think they should. It's it's I don't think it'll happen. You know what I mean. I just wanted to hear. I just wanted to hear it because I really am pushing for the committee to be more about real eye tests and strength of teams rather than records. I, I think that the records should play a, a, a toll. But you got to look at the fact that if a team played cupcake matchups all year, they should win. I mean, Alabama's played cupcake matchups all year. Um, man, I then you, that's when you look at the eye test and the strength of teams. Man, I can Alabama, make an argument that but, undefeated but, Clemson should make it. Right. But, but Reggie, let me ask you something. How can you, how can you do an eye test if they're playing bums? Like, you can look good Easy. against bums. Easy to do an eye test. Easy. On, the actual players that are on your team, mate, come on. We know that Alabama is sending 11, 12 players to the NFL, three or four first round so, picks off. So the now defense. we're sending people to the playoffs off their recruiting and not actually off of. No, but what you want doing. the best. You want the best team in the playoffs. But then that's not really if an odd test. That's more of expectation. You can't tell me. That's more of expectation if, than an odd test. Because if you're playing bums and you're beating them, but you're not really playing any competition, then, then I'm basing it off of, oh, you got good players. And, and not. Right. And not in, but. Go ahead. But. You like you can say that they're playing bums, right? But then you look at the three games that matter. Every college team should have at least three games a year that matter, right? I think. That's and fair. you look at the three games that matter for Alabama Auburn, each year: LSU, Auburn, and somebody else, an SEC East team, and an SEC West team. You take those three games and you put them against OSU, uh, Ohio State's three best games. 
put them against Clemson's three best games, put them against Penn State's three best games, and then you tell me. You know what I would like to see? I would like to see Alabama and maybe even Clemson do this because they are playing a bunch of bums too. I would like to see the first game of the season because I've seen – I know Alabama's done this. Like, they play – I want to say they play, like, USC the first game of the season before, but they were trash. I would love for them to play the first game of the season. These two teams, like, play each other or play, like, Ohio State or somebody. But that would never happen because they want to make the playoffs or whatever. But I also want to say that I don't think that's Alabama's fault because I think Alabama will play anybody. You think so? I, 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 I think they would think so. be more willing to. I think to. they play anybody. I think they would be more willing to. Than the other teams, I, right. I think there are other teams that are ducking them on that. Thing yeah, more. I definitely would. If I had to pick who would be ducking, I don't think that Alabama's dodging phone calls. You know, I feel you. That's fair. I I, I just think that, but you got to give these other teams an opportunity. Like you never know what can happen. You know, just like this year they played Duke. What's uh, that team? Second week of the year. You know what I'm saying? You never yeah. know. What's that team? Right. Uh, is it Boise Boise State that yeah. that used to be like pretty good? So, like, give them a team like that a chance when they're good, I mean. Like, I don't know if they're good this year, but – or when UCF was actually kind of good. Like, give those teams a chance early, like the first game of the season instead of playing, like, San Antonio State Central. <laughs> Reggie, first... quit whining. <laughs> oh, my bad. That's my that's my dog. So. Uh, I thought it was Reggie. Well, I guess it's the same difference. But... It is, right? Yeah. That's crazy. I welcome and all that. <laughs> Uh, All right, I have I have one last one. Okay. Obviously, there's going to be a one last team that's probably going to get in. Now, if there's some <clears throat> just happens to be a fourth place tie up that doesn't require you arguing about an SEC team, who do you think should get the nod? A Big Twelve team, a Big Ten team, or a Pac twelve team? Because the Pac twelve front runner is Oregon. Their only loss so far is Auburn. If they went out, they'll pose a good threat. Then you have Oklahoma. They lost a tough one against Kansas State, uh, who uh, Marcus just tried to battle me like two weeks ago about how great their defense was. And then you have uh, Ohio State or Penn State or probably going to – one of those teams are going to have one loss by the end of the season. Remind me to so who do you think out of those three? Remind me to speak about some Penn State stuff after this. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, who do y'all – in y'all's opinion, who do y'all think should get – what conference should get the nod <laughs> – if it's not the SEC, the Big 12, Big 10, or the Pac-12? Big 10. I would say the Big 10, but I think just for variety's sake, we just need somebody else. I think it should be the Pac-12. I was going to say probably Oregon. We haven't seen I it really, what, I really the Florida State year. make it, to be honest. This is the Florida State year uh, with Mariota. was the last yeah. time, like, anybody from the mm-hmm. Pac-12. Well, Washington made it one year, but. Oh, yeah, that's right. But then they, they who, got Like, smashed, who cares? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no right. one cares. Uh, at least Oregon. I think this year's kinda... uh, Oregon team is different from that year. I think they actually have a chance. I, I, one, you want to see if the best teams, if you can't decide on that, you at least want to put the best players in the country. Man, I got to let this dog go. Yeah, that's. That's and that's another thing that I was trying to get at with the Alabama always posing a threat. Thing, I, I feel you on that. that. Yeah, because you know I want when to you have Herbert and see what he can do. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You have, and then look at the other side. Uh, I know he's out of the game, but think about if Troy Die was playing. Right. Like you have uh, a top. You have a first round pick on each side of the ball. Like people want to see that, especially if the team poses a, a, an immediate threat. 
that Auburn game was close. Had they won that game, we'd be sitting here right now with a, a top five, probably Oregon team. And I think they deserve it. I, because I, I, would rank them over, I would rank them over Clemson right now if it wasn't for that Bo Nix pass. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. Ooh. Yo, they were saying Ooh. Bo Nix is better than Cam Newton at the beginning of the year. Yeah, so, everyone loves you know, of course. Reactions. Yeah, and a white quarterback. I don't think that Bo Nix is bad. I also don't think his Bo Nix will be anywhere near the level Cam Newton was. But I definitely think that he is at eight out of ten true freshman quarterback mm-hmm. to step into an SEC team and play some. I mean, we've had a lot of SEC teams playing with you know third, fourth round quarterbacks this year. Florida and Auburn being two of them. And, you know, South Carolina always having a fourth-string quarterback, whatever. But he really has done a fantastic job as a true freshman in a tough scenario, especially playing in the toughest conference in football. Yeah, I feel like uh, I'm – like, cause I don't even want to be, like, that hard on them because I feel like they actually really do have – they've earned the respect where they should be treated as a top team. But when there's so many teams, like, when there are so many teams that are out here going against – top competition and they look just as good i'm giving these teams an edge over clemson who's playing wofford and <laughs> boston college and in these especially State. with that scare at north carolina exactly you know? they just flat out don't like and that's the wow. one obviously that that sticks out right now because north carolina is not that good they're not they're not like north carolina they went out and i think they got on a little they beat south carolina in miami the yeah, first they, two weeks of the year, and they, and then from there, flatline. They barely exactly. do. So, like I said, it, it's the more North Carolina's playing, and the more they like, they went to what six overtimes with Virginia Tech. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and say that that team that almost beat Clemson that one week, uh, and, and for the most part, it was Clemson's own doing. It's not even that North Carolina played that great of a game. It was Clemson played that poorly. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times you get a game where, all right, sometimes every team's going to give you your best shot. So you're going to get the best of every team. And sometimes the team is just going to flat out outplay you because that's just the day that they were having. That wasn't even the case. North Carolina out there, they played a decent game. And Clemson played an awful game and walked out with a, with a, a win due to bad play call on a two-point conversion. So and it's, it, until they show that they can – dominate a good team again, which they, unfortunately their fault. They don't have the opportunity really on their schedule. Wake Forest is going to be the closest they get before the ACC championship game to show that they can play a decent team and dominate the same way they've been dominating these bad teams. Especially if they let South Carolina have some talks with them. Well, if South Carolina even hangs around a little bit, one, that's going to you got to count them. That's going to do. That's going to do more positively for South Carolina than it is negatively for Clemson because with the Georgia win on their record, that's going to send a message. All right, maybe they they are hanging. You know what I'm saying? Now, maybe they're getting somewhere close to that. Right. But at the same time, you know, like Clemson, the the ACC Atlantic. I know we've been talking about the coastal wheel of destiny and how bad the coastal's been. If you take Clemson out the Atlantic, honestly, the Atlantic's the worst. The worst division of the ACC. And I think that's actually like to their disadvantage right now. NC State's not that good. They're okay. <clears throat> Boston College is okay, but they're not that good. Syracuse has got awful. Louisville has been awful. They had a good game and they beat Wake and Wake's not <clears throat> bad, but that makes Wake look worse. You know what I'm saying? 
Wake hasn't really played anybody yet. So speaking of Syracuse, their basketball team is ass. Cole Anthony outscored them or scored the same amount of points as them last night. But shout out to um, Cole Anthony. I'm a Duke fan, but that's my dog, man. Yeah, man. Shout out really Greg good. Anthony for having him. Shout out to uh, Greg Anthony. <laughs> yeah, there we shout go. Shout out to Greg Anthony for soliciting that prostitute about two, three years ago, too. <laughs> shout out to him. But that, <laughs> he thought it was Vegas still. But anyway. Um, hey, good. yo. Are we going to watch Kemba Walker's, like, introduction or what? I don't know if it's on my nah, we're not because oh. they're about to introduce the Card- or the Chargers and the Raiders playing a real match. Uh, <laughs> nobody cares Hold about on. that, let me that see. game. All I got is YouTube TV right now, so let me see if they even got that. Oh, they do have that game on. Yeah, I'm going to watch it, man, at least a little bit of it. Yeah, screw the – no one cares about the NFL these days. Well, it's a dying I just sport. don't care about Thursday night football. <laughs> Did he just say it's – I think it's – Dying sport. I think it's slowly Goodbye. declining. I don't know about dying. I think football is at its peak and y'all are smoking good. <laughs> that, that really good. I'm sober. Like, oh, it was man. at its peak like five years ago and now it's dying. Hell. No, the NFL has gone with its youngest stars in the last maybe 15 years. They're uh, still very poor at marketing their own players. That is true. Nobody gives their a own damn. Players. They literally they market a not see Minshew Mania. Come How much on. better can they market a player that, that was a – You know what? Player. They need to look at the NBA and realize at what marketing is actually like. Man, y'all are too busy worried about load management. Shut that. I can say we literally just discussed players not playing enough in NBA by their own will. We talk about player marketing. That's only one player. He's not one player. Who this has else? been the issue for it's, the last like it's seven years. Who who else does that? They did it with Tim Duncan. They were doing it with Tony Parker. They were talking about this with a bunch of other that players. Was, that was that was Ron was the one that coined the term load management last year. So, I thought that was Kawhi. Oh, what, no, that, that was yeah. LeBron was sitting out coming from his uh, groin injury. And he, um, he he played like three three or four games, and he took another two off, and, they, and LeBron dubbed it load management. But he oh, was, that was I, no, I thought that was Jimmy Butler who did that. No, I saw it with LeBron because they lit they labeled think, it load management. I think you're right. And they y'all were just was, proving, he was in the studio with two chains on the same point. night. No, you're not. Yeah, no. He See, Jimmy Butler didn't. That's how he forced his way out of Minnesota because he had a load management and mm, know, he might be right from being injured. Yeah, I thought it that's was what LeBron. he said. I thought it was LeBron, but I don't remember that's... seeing load management being a. Well, it might have been either way. Yeah, because he said we need every a... single time he would sit out a game on purpose, he'd be like, "Oh, load management." Yo, I need to know. <laughs> I need to know who coined that phrase, though. Like we need. Yeah, to, we need to find Jimmy out. Butler. I think we need to find out. Yeah, but even if it, he was the first one, who <laughs> made that that up? But I don't think it was him. Last time I saw the first one I saw doing it was Pop. I remember the NBA <laughs> Pop about it for getting, you know, trying to keep uh, yeah. Tim Duncan healthy throughout. This is like near the end of Tim Duncan's career where they're try- still making the finals. No, I, I know he was the first one to do it. I need to know who actually made up <clears throat> that phrase. Was it a I, trainer? I heard it last year with LeBron. That's what I was saying. And, and if it was LeBron, I need to know who in LA. Made that up because that's that's wild uh, <laughs> load management. You know, tell what? Reggie that my, NFL's dying. When my my girl wakes up, I'm gonna I'm gonna show her some load management real quick. <laughs> 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 but, <laughs> let me stop. That's let me stop. That's not appropriate. Yeah, hey, man. That's what I'm. Hey, here these for. these episodes come with explicit. Right beside <laughs> it. But um, oh, Penn State. I want to ask y'all a question before we get out of here because this dog is acting a fool. 
and uh, I don't want to have a bunch of whining and dog jumping on me at the end of the pod. But uh, Penn State, uh, about a month ago, <clears throat> it was exposed that some uh, booster or alumni had sent uh, some type of letter. I thought it was fake at first, but uh, some kind of letter to one of the players basically saying uh, his hair was trash and all this other stuff. And um, <clears throat> You can oh, look yeah. it up. You can look it up if y'all yeah. listening don't know. <laughs> it was racist. So, yeah, I, I just – I kind of wanted y'all thoughts on that because I heard, uh, damn, I can't remember his name. I think it's like, uh, he used to play in the NFL. Uh, he played for Penn State. Uh, I want to say his name is like LeVar. LeVar Ball. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I probably. Alfonso Ellis. No, I had to look up the guy. But right. but uh, either way, he was like, yo, it was messed up. But at Penn State, you know, they expect a certain thing and, and this, that, and the third. And people just are used to, you know, clean shaving and all this other stuff, right? So what are y'all <laughs> thoughts on that, on traditions? Like, you know, they, he brought up, like, the Yankees. You can't have a mustache playing for the Yankees and so on and so forth. Uh, I guess what are y'all opinions on? There's uh, no tradition at Penn State, though. You, That's well, just a known fact that uh, in, at the Yankees, you just got to be clean-shaven. <clears throat> that's it. Well, that's what he was saying. Was, it's like the Yankees, you know, they, they expect you to kind of look clean, so to speak, whatever that means. It's a stupid comment. Uh, I think the coach came out and made it made a very good speech about it that, you know, why does that even matter and why should you be concerned with what's going on in the football field uh, if it's not playing football? And, and third, also, I mean, he – I don't know if, if you know this, but he also was questioned about this when it blew up. And he made it even worse. The, the he said, I didn't mean for the guy who whoever made this comments. He came out <laughs> after this blew up and said, I didn't mean for it to sound racist. I just don't want us looking like those Miami and That's racist, Florida boys. Which we know. <laughs> exactly. You doubled down on the racism but right there. As soon as you said Miami. Like, like, come on. You <laughs> just doubled down on the racism. It's over. There is no tradition. Throw this guy away. Ban him from all events. He should get his alumni strip taken. And any alumnus that stands with him should also be checked because this is an unnecessary void of not only someone's personal expression and just yeah, but like individuality. Who should you be to to can to be able to write? You just wrote a letter. First of all, first guy? of all, you ain't even got the balls to like go up to the kid and be like, hey man. Like even then, I still don't respect you. You took but the Jesus time Christ. out of your day to type up a letter. You probably got your homeboys to spell check it with you. Like yeah. you, you had a, a couple shots of whiskey. You know, smoking your cigars and shit. But you're perfect. This guy can't have Stop. dreads. Come on, this is that is blasphemous. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, Reggie, would you dude, get dreads? The dude at the time. Hell yeah, what I'd get dreads if my hair would grow it. Dude, Brandon, I, I used to actually have dreads. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, man. when I kind of had an airline still. Yeah. Yeah, that's gone. Yeah, I, I kind of had something. <laughs> oh, it is gone. <laughs> I got a V neck. <laughs> I got a V neck <laughs> going up here. We gonna get into some NFL picks. Sure. Hey, y'all go ahead. I gotta take this dog out, or else he'll be like all over my mic on this playback. Go ahead, y'all. I'm I'm gonna have to go. All right, bet. Brandon. What? Let's hear it. Hear what? Start start us off, man. Who you got for this week? Oh Going my gosh, I haven't looked at the NFL, NFL schedule. All right, well, I'll give you a second. <laughs> I want to do something different today. It's not Fox. Trots, okay, I got the, the Panthers. 
Oh my gosh. Uh, I got the Raiders. I got the Titans over the Chiefs. <laughs> I got the Cards over the Bucks. Danny Dimes over the Jets. Saints over the Falcons. Um, I got the Bills over the Browns. Ravens over the Bungholes. <laughs> and Bears over the Lions. Colts over the Dolphins. Steelers over the Rams. Cowboys over the Vikings. And Seahawks over the Niners. I like it. Marcus, you still there? I am here. How you feel about that? You know what? I'm not really mad at it. Um, I'm just going to get into my picks. Um, I don't see – there are not too many things I really disagreed on. But uh, for tonight, I'm going to go with the Raiders over the Chargers. I'm going to take the Packers over the Panthers. The Lions Boo. over the Bears. The Ravens over the Bengals. In my heart of hearts, I really want to say that it's a packed house. That spectrum. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see the Browns beat the Bills, just because I know at the core of things they're a better team. But I don't know if this is the week they get it together. So I'm a, I'm gonna still go with them. I'm gonna go with the Browns getting a win. Uh, we'll see. Patrick Mahomes is supposed to play, so I'm gonna go with the Chiefs over the Titans. The Saints over the Falcons. New York's looking really bad right now. Um, I don't think the Giants lose, though. So the Giants over the Jets. Um, I'll take the Cardinals over the Bucks. Colts over the Dolphins. Take the Rams over the Steelers. Boo. Take the Cowboys you, over. Brandon. Take the Cowboys over the Vikings. And I'll take the Seahawks over the 49ers. Uh, again, not too much disagreements there. Um, I'm going to take Oakland tonight. I I really, I think that Josh Gruden's got something going here as opposed to what we all thought six, seven, eight months ago. Uh, Danny Dimes over the Jets, that's hopeless. Uh, the Saints over the Falcons, man, they're terrible. I wish your boy was on here tonight so I could tell him about it. Uh, Kansas City, regardless of whether or not Mahomes plays or not, it's probably going to win. Baltimore is going to beat Cincinnati. Uh, I want Cleveland over the Bills, like you said. I don't know if this is the week to get it together, but I think this has to be the week to get it together. We might not see another time or chance for Freddie Kitchens, too. Um, Arizona over Tampa Bay. Detroit over Chicago. Indianapolis over Miami. Green Bay over Carolina. Pittsburgh over the Rams. Uh, I like Minnesota versus Dallas, and I like the Seahawks. Um, on Monday night, and yeah, uh, you guys got anything else? Yeah, I just want to say the Patriots betrayed me. I filled in for Reggie on the hot take of the day. I said the Patriots would finish undefeated, and then they go lay an egg. <laughs> Terry Rozier sucks. We knew that. Um, Marcus, I appreciate the effort and in honor of you. And my one of my favorite TV personalities ever. I'm gonna do Ooh. something a little different. 
and that's a Regbow two minute drill. Uh, All right. So to get before, us started, before you do that, we only have about thirty seconds before it cuts off. Uh, cool. Then I'm gonna make it quick. Oh wow! Uh, chop chop. The Niners survived the Cardinals. Ryan Finley gets to start next week. AJ Green had a misstep, and the Bengals are officially number one in tank season. Dwayne checked down Haskins strikes again, and the Skins haven't scored a touchdown in 13 quarters. Wow. McCaffrey is on pace to beat CJ2K's all-purpose season record of 2,510 yards. Kyle, Brandon, and Josh Allen won a game on Sunday, the first time in NFL history that three quarterbacks with the same surname won a game. Minka Fitzpatrick has four interceptions in six games with Pittsburgh. That is matches his career total with the Dolphins. Uh, Leonard Fournette is atop the league's league leaders in rushing yards, yet the Jags only have one rushing touchdown this season. Don't look now, but the Jets are last in the at the AFC East, and they're last in points scored in the NFL, surprisingly. And the Dolphins have allowed 256 points this year, but it's only one more than Danny Dimes' Giants have. Wow. If this isn't the season that I thought it would be. Oh, yeah. FYI, Kimball Walker got a standing ovation. As he should. Yeah, I missed it because I had to walk this dog. Shout out to him. But uh, I guess y'all gave y'all picks, all right? Yes, sir. Let's hear yours. Damn. <clears throat> Damn, I don't even know who's going to win tonight. Uh, I'm going to go with Chargers. Trans. Panthers. Panthers. Uh, Lions. Uh, I got the Ravens. I got, ooh, I'm going to go with the Bills, Chiefs, Saints, Giants, ooh, Cardinals, Colts, Rams, ooh, Vikings, and damn, this is going to be a good one. This is that San Francisco? Yes, sir. Uh, I'm going to go with San Francisco, then. That's some, those are my picks. Uh, I guess Brandon is not going to hop back on for this last 10 seconds. So, thank you, Brandon, for coming on. If you actually listen to this, you probably won't. And if you don't, fuck you. Um, thanks, everyone. Continue following us. We will be doing this on a regular now. And honestly, it's mostly my fault. So, my apologies. We're going to get back on track. And uh, y'all got any last words, man? Man, college basketball's back. We ain't the Steelers about are back. Yeah, we ain't, we ain't even talk about that, but we have plenty of time. We will get to that next week. Trey Child Jones the is the best guard in the country. He's not even better than our guard, but whatever. And I'm out. <laughs> Peace. Out. Out.